Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, and it's all about music and creative culture in London. Last night's show was Hatchie and Camille Christel at The Social. Hatchie is Harriet Pilbeam, a musician from Australia, and I believe this was her first time in the UK with this particular band. She has only released a handful of singles at the moment, which have been collected into an EP, but one of those singles is very much one of my favourite songs of this year, and that is called Sure. I implore you to go pause this podcast and listen to it now so you can see just how right I am and just how good she is. It was a fantastic show, but I got there very, very early for it, so as I am now wont to do, to kill some time, I approached some people to feature on today's episode. So the first people I approached were Mr. Morrison and Remy, who are two people that work at this venue, The Social. They told me a bit about the venue and a bit about themselves. Then Remy pointed me in the direction of Carl, who is the music programmer for this venue. So he was my next conversation, told me a lot more about the history of this place and a little glimpse into the near future of it as well. Then I spoke to the opening act of last night's show, Camille Christel, who is a performer from Nottingham, and her show was absolutely fantastic. My first time ever hearing of her, first time seeing her, and I hope it won't be the last, because it was that good of a show. After her... No, no, wait, wait. Yes, so I spoke to her because she was just near the stage. I spoke to Carl. The way the social is laid out, there's a stage, and then behind that is the sound desk. So that's why I spoke to Carl, who was kind of DJing before the show started. Then I saw Camille near the stage, so I approached her and spoke to her, but there was still maybe an hour, 45 minutes until Camille would play. So then I went to the back of the room, because the social is a basement music venue. Went to the back of the room where the bar was, and I talked to some other guests of tonight's show. They were Laura, Cleo, and Sophie, three friends living in London. Just I was just asking them about how they heard about tonight's show and the other music they tend to see, just to get more of an idea of the typical behaviour around live music in London. And it was a ve- we had a very amusing conversation after I finished recording, so I do hope I get to see them again, if only to capture Cleo's anecdote that involves her mother back in Australia, because, oh man, I'm still chuckling to myself about it now. Then the show began, and after Camille Christelle's performance, I was at the front row, and I got talking to someone else at the front row. His name is Jamie. He works with Jumping Sounds, And he's the kind of gig-goer who will typically film the whole show. And with the permission of the artist, he will put the whole show on YouTube. So he's been to a lot of gigs, and he tends to see artists who are particularly new. Because what he does is in an effort to aid their ascendancy, to raise awareness about the artist. So he told me a little bit about his history of gig-going. So... Today, I talked to Mr. Morrison and Remy, then I talked to who work at The Social, then I talked to Carl, who was the music programmer at The Social, then I talked to Camille Christel, who was the opening artist, then I talked to Leo, sorry, Laura, Cleo and Sophie, who were attending the show, and then I speak to Jamie, who is, works with Jumping Sounds and was at the front row with me. Hope you enjoy these conversations, and I will see you afterwards for a little bit of original music. Enjoy. And we're recording. I'm just hanging outside the social music venue before the Hatchie show. And of course, I'm by myself, so I've got some time to kill. Thought I'd say hi to a couple of people that work at this venue. I am here with... Mr. Morrison. 
and Remy. How long have you guys worked here at the social? Nine months. For me, it's going to be two years. Two years? What brought you here in the first place? Uh, music and just some students, so bar work as a part time job. Do you both tend to check out much live music in the city, just in general? Um, more so now that I work here, because before I was like more playlists like Spotify, SoundCloud, just personal playlists. So this has kind of got me into it a bit more. Okay. What about you, Remy? Um, my friends are musicians, so like I tend to go to live gigs, and this is one of those venues that you can see them live for free. So that's really cool, and especially small and rising bands. Yeah. Yeah. I, I this is my I think it's my first time here. It looks weirdly familiar, but I kind of came onto the street and almost walked right past it. I was like, you can't really notice it until you come right up to it. Just curious. Remy, you mentioned your friends in a band. Are you often kind of asked to go and check out their shows? Like, are you kind of dragged along to make up numbers? No, they just, they just invite me and it's my own decision whether to go or not. Okay. <laughs> so you like their band? Yes. <laughs> just yes, because it's not unfamiliar for like your friend to be in a band and you'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll go. I'll be stuff. honest with you, I get that mentality. He's not that person though. If it's rubbish, he'll say it's rubbish. He, he does. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, speaking of stuff that's not rubbish, is there any live music coming up or that you've seen recently that has really stuck with you? Uh, yesterday, yesterday here, uh, Bodega. That was my first ever punk gig I saw live, like ever, and that was intense. I can fully understand why people go for that. <laughs> I'm a, I'm more a sedate person, so I didn't. I'm more like chill jazz kind of hip hop kind of thing. That was high energy from start to finish, and I can fully see myself. Had I been a younger man, more energetic, going to repeat viewings of that. Yeah. And what about you, Emmy? Uh. I'm a big fan of electronic music, so my favorite night in here is Ambient Chasers. So they play like ambient music and every single time they put up a night, it's just absolutely amazing. So, so far, this is my favorite night. Yeah. And I'm just curious, when your shift finishes, how long does it take you to get home after work? It depends, like everyone lives like in different areas of London, for me it takes like half an hour, for others it's kind of a bit longer, like it depends, it depends. What about you Mr. Marcel, how long does it generally take you? Uh, it depends if we've had a really busy night, because we always have to do like the stuff catch up, did you see that crazy thing kind of stuff, um, <laughs> yeah. so it, it varies, so anywhere from like an hour to two hours. Right, cool. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time guys, enjoy no the rest worries, of your night, worries. thanks. <laughs> Now I am downstairs in the live room of The Social. I'm here with one of the folks who's responsible for tonight's night. What's your name, sir? Uh, I'm Carl. And what do you do here at The Social? Um, I, um, I, I program all the music. Um, so I look after the, uh, the bands, uh, the DJs, uh, the exhibitions. Um, anything, yeah, anything that goes on in The Social for the last sort of 12 years, really, I've kind of programmed sort of art-wise, music-wise. Well, yeah, so... How did you go about finding tonight's artists? Well, she's signed to Heavenly, who are the record label that are responsible for The Social. So The Social started in 1999, 20 years next year, and it was, um, it was founded by um, people who worked for Heavenly Records, recordings, or, uh, and, and some friends. Uh, a big group of people who, who all walked, worked in and around the record label. So is there a certain ethos or anything that you lean towards when it comes to who you have that plays it? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, we don't just put on bands from the label. Um, it's what we would consider to be good new music uh, and, and more established acts as well, coming to play smaller shows. Um, 
yeah, I don't think there's necessarily a sort of musical ethos. There's no you know particular sort of genre or style that we stick to, um, apart from yeah, good music, I guess. Speaking of a small like space, how many people can actually fit down here? Uh, it's one fifty. Because it looks cosy to yeah. say the yeah. least. And I understand the the supporting act. It's their second gig ever. I believe so. Yeah. How did you discover them? Uh, so Camille is uh, the. It seems unfair because Camille is an artist in her own right, and she's putting out some fantastic music that's been played on the radio on Six Music. Uh, and um, so yeah, you know that's really why she's playing shows. Um, how we found out about her is because her father is someone who uh, has put out a record on one of our other labels and so found out about the music that way. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it should be, should be playing in shows. should be playing shows in London regardless. Uh, we just got on it first. And are there any other big names that you've had in this small, in this cosy, intimate venue, I should say? I mean, we've had... Yeah, I mean, I could list... I could be... Could show off. Well, we've had everyone, man. We've had uh, um, uh, Jack White, um, Adele, um, the Chemical Brothers, um, Beck. Uh, uh, who else? It's while you've been uh, here. Apex Twin. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is in the last. This is in the last. Well, the last in the last twenty years. Um, so since more, this place has been yeah. open. Yeah. So artists like Fatboy Slim twice. <laughs> um, all sorts, all sorts of people. I mean, like lots of bands have come through here before, before they got big. Um, Adele played like one of her first shows here, and I paid a thirty quid, I think. Um, wow. Some wish I still had the invoice. Yeah. Uh, and she was amazing and lovely. Um, but yeah, all sorts, all sorts of people. Florence and the Machine. Um, you know, Fat White Family. Um, Super Fairy Animals. So yeah. you've had some prestige artists in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the near future? Are there any artists coming through that you're particularly excited about? Who knows where, where people are going to go? Maybe Camille's going to be uh, in Hatchie, who's headlining tonight. You know, perhaps they'll be superstars. And, you know, playing the O2 in four years' time. Right. Uh, but it's not. You know, it's not the reason. It's not the reason why we do it. Obviously, it's nice. Nice to be able to look back after a decade or two decades because the venue's been open and go oh we've done some nice things uh, well, no, we're, we're more worried about making sure that we're, we're still here in the next 10-20 years so it's all about it's all about um, we're, we're sort of going for a little bit of a period of rethink at the moment we're going to like yeah, hopefully we're going to like change a few things and yeah. you know we've we've, uh, we've always been quite slow to change stuff we believe in slow change uh, and well, consistency uh, has yeah, its limits yeah totally just like you know don't, don't constantly keep following the trends and do what you do you know do, be sure about what you're doing and keep doing it so uh, yeah I don't know really um, I think we might see a little bit of a different social perhaps in the next year or two we might, might, we, might try, we might change things up and um, hopefully we'll still be getting amazing musicians coming through and playing gigs. Well, watch this space. Thank you very much for your time, Carl. Thank you. No Catch you Take care. Still downstairs at the social with some nice aquatic themed music in the background. I am here with the opening act of tonight's show. What's your name? Uh, Camille Cristal. How many gigs have you played, Camille? Oh, um, well, I've always done stuff on my own. Um, just like growing up like since I was about 13 I've always done like open mics and stuff and then I was involved with a project called B who did quite a lot of festivals like Glastonbury and I was about 14 and then this is probably like my third one just as Camille Christelle where I formed a band um, with like people I've known and the cellist from the project I did 
and yeah, so. So how are you feeling before this gig number three? Really excited, yeah, really excited. It should be good, really good. Who's going to be joining you on stage? Who is in this band? Um, so I have John Thompson, who's a bass player, and he does like pocket piano and stuff. I have Henry Claude, who's a really good guitarist, and Deirdre Benchik, who's like a classically trained cellist. Wow, yeah. that's quite an... Not your typical, not your traditional no, kind of no, band setup. How long did it take you to go from making this music to performing it live? It was just sort of a natural progression, I guess. It just sort of went from, well, we'd rehearse and I'd give songs and then we'd sort of, everyone would give ideas and we'd collaborate. And then it just sort of naturally was ready just to be performed, yeah. Oh, so was the writing of the music as collaborative as the performance then? No, so I write all the songs. So I write everything, usually on guitar or keyboard. Then I bring it to the band and then they'll add like a few effects, a drone, a bit of cello, just like just to liven it up a bit. Yeah, so when you write at home, when you create, yeah. when you like produce at home, yeah. Do you, put, do you have in mind the people that can play this live with you? Or do you just let your imagination run wild uh, yeah, and I, then have yeah. to make it? I guess I just let my imagination run wild. I normally start with an idea, uh, whether it be, I don't know, something that's happened. So I'm doing an EP which is coming out soon called Where We Were. And each song is a different place which is significant in my life. So there's one called New York and Goldsmith Street and they're all significant things have happened there and sort of people and memories. So yeah, I always have a theme and then yeah, I just sort of write it. And so this it. EP that's coming out is like an, an audio scrapbook of yeah, Baseline Points. Yeah. Where did that idea come from, if you don't mind asking? Um, well, I've always liked to have themes for my music. Like I've always liked to work with that idea and everything sort of works together and and I don't know, I think I was just thinking one day, because I wrote, I wrote Goldsmith Street, which is a street in Nottingham where I'm from. And then I was like, I just, wrote, I just came with the idea and thought it would be really lovely just to have all the different, all all the different places. Yeah. So how far ahead are you thinking with terms of your music? Do you have, are you working on material for the future? Are you thinking of shows in the future? Or is it more what's going on now um, and take it as it comes? I guess I'm just constantly working. Every day I'm writing and playing. It's just, it's just part of who I am. So yeah, I'm always looking to the future. And we have got a few gigs coming up. We're playing at a festival in Nottingham called Dot to Dot. And yeah, so I've got things sort of planned in the pipelines. But I'm just, yeah, I'm just always creating. So it's just part of who I am, I guess, just to be working. And yeah. And where can, what's the name of that? EP again, where can people find it online? Uh, where we were, but it's not released yet, it'll be released towards the end of June, but uh, we've got a song out called Copenhagen, and that's just on Spotify, everything really, and on Bandcamp, so yeah. Well thank you very much for your time, and best of luck tonight. <laughs> so I'm still downstairs at the social, because I think we have maybe 45 minutes, maybe half an hour until the band starts, so I've approached a few people who've also come to see the show. I am here with... Laura. And... Cleo. And? Sophie. So, who among you heard of Hatchie first? Do you remember how you discovered her? Yeah, I do. It's actually kind of a weird story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At work, um, we do this thing called Friday Music. So, like, people on Fridays, they'll share different songs they're listening to at the moment. I think someone at work shared a song, and I really, really liked it. And then I talked to Sophie, and I was like, do you want to go to this gig? She's playing in London, it's free. And then Cleo came as well, and that's how we're all here. Do you guys tend to see a lot of live music in London? Uh, bits when we can, I guess. Yeah. So, who are some other artists that you might have seen recently? Uh, me and Laura went to go see Geo Wolf the other month at Lexington, which was really good. Um, and was that your recommendation this that, time? <laughs> that was also Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Sensing a slight pattern of filming here. So, is it? 
typically the three of you that go to shows together then? I don't go to a lot of live music, to be honest. It's just I know Sophie likes live music, so when I want to go to one, she'd be my first, like, oh, do you want to go to this? And where do you fit into Where do you tend to come into it? See, you know, I live with Sophie, so I'm, I'm only, like, semi-new to London anyway. And uh, I just, you know, anything that sounds fun, I'm kind of down for, so... We also did the ballet together, so... Yeah, we went to the ballet. We went to the ballet, so, you know, we do things. Yeah, you mix it up, you get out there. How long have you guys been in London, then? I kind of grew up here and then moved away for uni and then came back, so almost all my life. <laughs> and you? I've been here for like less than a year. So far, so good? So, oh no, I love London. London's a lot of fun. It's better now it's summertime, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's great fun. I love London. And you, how long have you lived here? Uh, a, a couple of years, really, yeah. And is there anything on the immediate calendar that you're looking to check out in the coming weeks or anything? Any other ballet, any other theatre, any other gigs? You're going to community, aren't you? Community festival in Finsbury Park and before that field day and Bonobo playing at Ali Pali. So, yeah. So, a few, a few. You're keeping yourselves busy. And is there any other music on your radar that you might want to get these guys to come and check out with you? I uh, can't think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> Isn't that always this? You know, someone says, what, what bands do you like? You just forget yeah, every band you've ever heard of. Some bands, yeah. <laughs> If you don't mind me asking, where do you work that has this Friday music thing? The civil service. Where, sir? The civil service. We're more exciting than we sound. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like there's a, a communal office radio or something? Uh, no, there? It's an email chain with links to YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very, very cool. Well, guys, thank you very much for your time and enjoy the show tonight. Yeah. Now I am front row of the Hatchy show at Social. We've just seen the opening act, Camille Christel, and I'm here with someone else who is a, a regular presence at the front row. What's your name? Hi, my name's Jamie, and I uh, have a company called Jumping Sounds. And what do you do with your company? Well, I do a variety of things, but uh, mostly I go to gigs pretty much four or five nights a week, and I check out new artists, and then I film them, I blog about them, I share their stuff on social media, so try and promote new artists, really. So what other gigs have you been to this week? Which ones are you going to? Oh my God, you're always testing me now. <laughs> I, I kind of like, I can only really focus on the night I'm actually out. I can't I think mean, of any others. I imagine if your calendar's that packed, yeah, yeah, it's going to be one at a time. Crazy. Roughly speaking, how many do you think you've been to this year? I don't know about this year, but I added it up last year, and I actually saw, not gigs, but actual individual artists, 235. 235. Yeah. And is it mostly newer artists that you go yeah. to see? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to promote new artists. I mean, there are a few, you know, bigger names, but generally it's new people. When did you start, when did you develop such a healthy appetite for new music and live music? A healthy appetite? Well, I've always been involved in, in music um, in various different ways since I was about 14, which is quite a long time ago now. But, um... So what did it start with at age 14? I, I started DJing and I started working part-time in a local record shop and then um, things grew from there. I ended up running a record shop and I DJ all over the place, all over the world even. I've done other abroad. Um, but I would say with the live thing, I really I kind of only got into that in the last sort of seven or eight years. 
and um, really with the rise of social media. We can just about hear each other, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so since, I mean, Twitter came around really and Facebook, I, um, I obviously found out about gigs easier and new artists and then it just snowballs really. You find out about one artist and then you find out about a similar artist or they've supported them or there's some kind of connection and you just, you just tend to find out about, about them that way. And you said you film the, a lot of the performances that you see. Yeah. Roughly speaking, how much computer memory have you taken up with your videos? Well, yeah, we've just been discussing this. Um, I've literally just bought a new four terabyte um, hard drive because the previous three terabyte hard drive was full up and the previous two, two terabyte hard drives were full up as well. So... What is that? That's 11. <laughs> Although I haven't filled out the new one yet. so Something tells me it won't be too long until you do well, fill that yeah, one out. Exactly, exactly. So where, go on. where can people find more of your stuff online then? Uh, jumping Sounds, everything's Jumping Sounds. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Is there any others? I'm not entirely sure. Probably. <laughs> and are there... As well as new acts, are there any established artists that you're looking to see this year? Any like old favourites that you might check out live? Um, oh my god, you've got me again. Um, I've kind of, I, I mean, in the last couple of months, I have seen a big act like Sam Smith and um, Jesse Ware, people like that. However, I, I have seen both of those since they started. I saw Sam Smith in a room of 200 people when he started out, just doing three songs on his own. That was his first ever solo gig. So, you know, I've, I've, I've gone up in the ranks with him and, and the last place I saw him was at the O2. So, 20,000 people as opposed to 200. That's quite a climb. Yeah. Well, let's hope Hachi puts on a good show tonight. Who knows, in a few years' time, we yeah, might be yeah. saying the same thing there. Exactly. Thank exactly. you very much for your time. Enjoy the show tonight. Thank you. And that was that. Thank you very much to everyone I spoke to last night. Once again, that was Mr. Morrison and Remy. And Mr. Morrison, I saw him again later in the evening, and he was very complimentary about my idea, which I was grateful for. He's a big fan of podcasts himself. He mentioned Joe Rogan as a particular favourite of his. I think, that's a, I think that's probably the most popular podcast these days. And he also said he liked my interview style, like the, the style of questions I was asking. And he's, he mentioned Louis Theroux and John Stewart. And I was like, well, you're saying all the right names to me. You're saying exactly what I'm going for. So thank you for that. So thank you for that, Mr. Morrison. He also recommended a microphone that I should get that comes with an app, which helps to raise the quality of the recordings. And should anyone wish to contribute to the Patreon I have for this, then I just might make that investment. But thank you very much for the compliments. Thank you to Carl, who told me a lot about the history of this venue, which is really impressive. And I look forward to coming back and finding out more about it. It turns out I have been there before. It was for a friend's birthday, and the event was hip-hop karaoke which is exactly what it sounds like, and it was fantastic. One of my friends did perform. I can't remember what it was he performed, but I'm sure it was amazing. But when I went there, I didn't know where we were going, and it was at night, so I was just following someone else, turning left, right, left, right, and I didn't recognise the place until I was inside. But yes, I had been there before. Thank you to Camille Costell for her candour, her time. I didn't want it to take too long because it was before she performed, 
and I can understand if artists want to do certain things before they go on stage, and I didn't want to interrupt that too much. So it was a brief conversation, but an enlightening one nonetheless, and a fantastic performance. Thank you very much. Thank you to Laura, Cleo, and Sophie. And as I said, I do look forward to talking to them again, because they were very funny afterwards. And thank you to Jamie. And I hope the recording came out well. I hope I wasn't too loud or didn't get in the way too much. And I'm sure I'll bump into him again if he goes to gigs as often as he does. And if I try and keep up my gig-going habit, it's nowhere near as voracious as his, but... I'm sure we'll cross paths in the near future. And thank you for listening. For today's original music, I am going to just play a brief piece. I'm going to play a solo. I've never been the kind of guitarist who can really quote-unquote shred. but there are so- And I compared to Hatchie, because I took some pictures of the pedal setups that she and her guitarist and bassist have. Oh, sorry, she and her two guitarists, because she plays bass. Their setups they have. Because I, I really like their sound, and I actually joked to her, I was saying how I want to steal her sound, and this is my first step, <laughs> taking pictures of the pedals they use. But it is, it is a fantastic sound, it was just as good, if not better, live as it is on record, on recording, record, I don't know. And sure, it was the last song she played, and <laughs> I enjoyed it, to say the least. So this song is, or this solo This is as close as I get to a solo, really. And it sounds a bit like this. That's how that goes. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, banging my phone there. Let me bring it a little bit closer. Thank you very much for listening. You can find me online at Saddest Night Out on Twitter and Instagram. And saddestnightout at gmail.com should you wish to get in touch on a more personal level. I am really bad at updating social media, but I'm working on it. I've, my phone is just filling up with lots and lots of videos that I have yet to put online, but... Hopefully in the near future I shall. I'll be back at the open mic on Saturday. I haven't been there last night or the night before, but I shall return soon. The same day as the royal wedding of all days, so that should be interesting. It might be a very, very quiet night. But thank you for listening. I will see you tomorrow. Take care.